It's go time. What was that? You were holding that in. You weren't? That no. just came up? It was very spontaneous. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Hi, everyone. Welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. We're two seemingly meaningless individuals talk about very meaningful things. I am Chris, and with me as always Leslie. is... Leslie. What are you doing with the cup? Cheers. Here, let's clink her. Cheers. Because we're old, we sit and drink smoothies. I can't, um, I really can't take you seriously right now. Why? <clears throat> because I'm sitting in an overstuffed bear chair? <laughs> you look like you're on a weird throne, and it's just distracting. Me on a throne is not weird. He's one. in a Pottery Barn Kids Anywhere chair that is... Has a okay, doggy. one, it's you, a... you, the idea that you're going to say, he's in a Pottery Barn Kids Anywhere chair, <laughs> and people are going to know what that means? I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's how it works out. I'm not getting out of the chair. The reason that I was sitting on the floor, my foot was going to sleep. Oh, yeah. I can't sit on the floor without my foot going to sleep. Okay. So my foot was already going to sleep. We hadn't even started, mm-hmm. and I thought, I've, I've got to sit in Polly. Okay. The overstuffed. Jack's going to be mad if he sees you. He is you. asleep. That's He's not going to be mad. He sees, he sees me do this all the time. Okay. It is. I was, I had two Zoom meetings this week where I sat in Polly. Yeah. And Polly is the weird name of this chair, dog chair. You could have just told him it was a dog chair instead of a pottery barn anywhere. Well, some people will know what I'm talking about. I don't think so. But I don't it, think anybody's going to own the, it if is, they are. If you know the pottery no. barn kids, anywhere chair. Yeah. yeah. Send a I've message. Send a message to Ash the podcast. Let's see. Let's okay. see how many people say, "Oh yeah, I knew exactly what she was talking I about." I bet they do because I've known about this chair for sixteen years. What? Yes, our niece Abigail had one. It's the same chair. Yes, they just re- it is the pottery. They just kids. reskin it. No, I I don't know how to answer that. They have different sizes. They have like for baby toddlers. Okay. Then this is a bigger size. That That's why I'm sitting in it. Uncle Matt got Jack for Christmas. But it is slip covered in like a, it's like a, a Labradoodle slip cover. <laughs> Labra- that would be what Pottery Barn. They wouldn't do like your normal dog. Like, this I'm- is, we put a Bichon Freeze. Uh, and charged you $500. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, you look cute. You look like the king, the king of the living room. I'm sitting in Polly, and I'm wearing my <laughs> my sweatpants. I'm very comfortable. I'm so glad. Sipping on a smoothie. Yes. All right. Well, let's. It's good to be back with everyone. Yeah, uh, we took a little accidental. Yeah, babies weren't sleeping, and and uh, nights have been. Mm. Our days have been wild. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is the fact that Oklahoma is coming up on there. Abolish abortion mm-hmm. rally and so stuff going on with You've that. Been pretty busy. Been pretty busy trying to get. He's people just been saving babies. Just saving That's babies. All. Uh, and so trying to get stuff going for that, and it's just been a busy, busy yeah. time. So, but we've got so the other day we're like Tuesday night. Well, we got a shout out to Manoa again. Yeah, I got another text like hello. So <laughs> people actually listen. <laughs> And I was like, I'm What'd pretty sure say? I just downloaded it. What'd over she say? Over. She was like, It's fine. I'll just go listen to Joel Osteen or something yeah, yeah. while I'm waiting. <laughs> and Chris was like, You want to record tomorrow? Let's record right now. <laughs> record from bed. Let's do eight episodes. I'll stay up all night long. Let's fill her inbox. 
All right, well, let's get started okay. in our normal routine. Uh, let's go dedications. Okay. Uh, I'll start us out. Okay. No, you start I'm us scared out. we're going to have the same one. Well, that's fine. That's okay. why I'm letting you go first because you said you were worried that it was going to yeah. be the same one. Okay, I'll dedicate this episode to the new All Creatures Great and Small on it's Masterpiece. Not the same one. Masterpiece Theater, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've been watching on Amazon Prime. Now, alert, we're only three episodes in. Yeah. So this thing could totally tank oh, both yeah. story and I morally. Do. Thank you for So that out. if you're like listening to this and going, they said it's great. Right. We've seen three episodes. Three episodes. Really, we've seen two and a half. Because so- the third one, the kids were... <laughs> crazy they totally bombarded yes yes so and the third one was a good episode we could say i'll dedicate this to the first three episodes yes of all creatures great and small and while i'm at it i cannot recommend highly enough to read the book first by james harriet the books i are, love the book the books are incredible it's very epi- the book is them. very episodic so you can like just piecemeal work your way through did you it. make that word up no. Episodic? Yeah. I've never heard that before. You probably haven't. You used to. No, never. No, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, I really yeah, love I it. I made it up. Do you like that word? I like it. It's a good word. Uh, so it, it's, yeah. it's easy to read. Just read a chapter. And just little and chunks, little chunks. No cliffhangers mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. But we read that book. We used to read aloud quite often mm-hmm. in our... Now, at night, I just scratch her back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which she, is also fun. And she reads Facebook. I love that, too. Not aloud. <laughs> and then I tell her, I tell her not to. <laughs> so, um, we read those books our first year of marriage and we would just, I was going to say we'd laugh and we'd cry. <laughs> I just like, you can't ever, if you ever die, you're going to know. No, I'm going to yeah. tell stories like this. We would just laugh. We would just cry. Cry. Like. What? What? <laughs> we, didn't. Yeah. we liked it. I would cry because mm-hmm. I was trying to read it out loud to you. Mm-hmm. So I'd choke up every once in a while. but For dramatic effect. Yeah. But it's such a great... He's a great author. And if you've never read the James Harriet books, you've got to. And there's also a really great children's book. I think it's called The treasury james harriet's treasury for children or something treasury island (laughs) it is it's also very sweet beautiful illustrations so that's my dedication that's a good one yeah no it's not the same i dedicate mine to the hill the hill the hill see i just (laughs) went over it since our last episode that's right. I am looking on, I'm on the back side of the hill, oh, which it, I always tell my view? kids, how's it's, the... I'm pretty sure after 2020, it's just going to be a cliff. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a steady downward slope. I think it's just going to be just one day. I That's what I, I told the, I was telling the kids that like, you know, this means Papa's closer to dying than he is being born. They were like, Aww. what? <laughs> but yeah. So I turned yeah. 40. 40. I'm in my, I don't know, is 40 in your 40s? Or yeah. is it just I'm 40? I think you're in your 40s now. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you can decide. Yeah, I'm not in my 40s, I'm 40. Yeah. This it's is a really modern world, I mean, you yeah. can decide what yeah. you are. I'm not even in my 40s. <laughs> I'm 10. <laughs> and I'm a girl, and I want to play basketball. <laughs> I'd be the biggest recruit coming yeah, out of high school. Yeah, you Woo! would. Be really good Man. at that. 
I don't know what I would do. <laughs> did you see? Did you see so that that trans thing with the new athletes, the mm-hmm. male athletes? The uh, just talking about the difference between uh, like boys and girls, you know, yeah. in terms of athletics, oh, yeah. athletic prowess. Mm-hmm. I was like two hundred and something in the nation yeah. in boys yeah. track and field, and he just won. Right, the girls. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw something like that. Like there, are, there are the high school. Like there are like several boys. several hundred high school boys. Yeah. that are faster. Than the fastest woman track. Athlete. Right, right. Several hundred high school boys mm-hmm. that are faster than any girl. Right. And, and so this is, the, they were talking about the end of women's sports, which is, this isn't going to be our topic, about the hill now to transgenderism. <laughs> uh, but but this, is, this, is, this is the problem with feminism, right? Feminism the is, is a cloaked hatred yeah. of actual womanhood. Mm-hmm. Because every step of feminism ends up being a disparaging of what it means to be a woman. Mm-hmm. It basically is, instead of feminism, they really need to call it hidden misogyny. Because mm-hmm. it's really just saying, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could all be men? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it lies to women over yeah. and over and over and over again in different ways. Yeah. But it's all the same. It all is about belittling mm-hmm. the, the role, the way God made women and mm-hmm. the, the purpose well, of women. This is going to lead right into what one of the things I wanted to talk about today. But do you want to say anything else about turning 40? No, I mean, you know, it happened... Happy I mean, birthday. So when the next episode is just Leslie talking by herself and she's like, well, he passed. You could all go, oh, we saw that <laughs> and coming. And then I'll talk more about all the times yeah. we read aloud and yeah. laughed and cried. Yeah. The last thing we did before he died is we cried together. <laughs> he'll right. be, he'll yeah. be on the other side like, that's not true. But we won't be able to hear you. And I wouldn't be yelling. You'd be saying it. Because it'd be in paradise. Nicely. It'd be like, oh, 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 <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Even in paradise, you will not be that zen. You'll still be pretty. Um, yeah, I will be me. Yeah. It's what I will be in paradise. Yeah, it is. It will be me. Yes, you'll be. Yeah, you'll be like all, right. all the wonderful things you are. <laughs> what am I going to see the wizard? Am I the wizard now? What? Because you said all of the wonderful things that you are. Diddly diddly do. Chris has gone off to see the wizard. Anyway. I've never had anybody phrase it quite like, and all of the wonderful things that you are. I mean, that had to be, like, that's why your brain formed it that way. It had to be because of the wizard of Oz. There'd be no other reason for you to say, because of all of the wonderful things that you are. I'm and all of the wonderful things that you are. I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know man. I said it like that. Yeah, it's oh, golly. It's a great song. <laughs> it is. It's my love um, song to you. Man. Yeah. All right. Ooh. So, yeah, let's talk about... Let's, what do we, let's what talk you want about, to talk about feminism? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you were about talking that. about how it's all clear. Which great. Some great podcasts. Femina. Femina podcast. We've mentioned Femina that. And Sheologians. Sheologians. They, if they you had really, their thing about feminism. This yeah. Is good. Yeah, if you want to know anything about the history of feminism mm-hmm. and the different, um, what do they call it? Waves? Yeah. Is that waves. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
they have some really good informative talks about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, but I just, one of the ways that feminines, fem, women, also Feminazis, known as. Feminazis, feminines. 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 Women. Yeah, yeah. Women's are lied to is about working at home. And I got to tell you, like, even me being home for many years, there's still that in the back of your head, like, this is, this work isn't as important. Yeah. And it's hard, and Mm -hmm. it's redundant, and everyone else is having more fun, and they have more fulfilling careers, and um, that stuff's deeply ingrained in us. Well, it's, I mean, not to, not to mansplain it to you, Uh, but, but, uh, I actually like me. I like mansplaining. Um, no, no, no. I was going to say that it's, it's really an attack on the family on both sides because men Mm -hmm. deal with the same thing, a belittling of family life for the man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're belittling Mm -hmm. family, the home purpose of women and they're belittle, they belittle the husband in, Mm -hmm. in any sort of, uh, intimate leadership role Mm -hmm. with and they make it no no no, the purpose of the husband's just to make money yeah have a job yeah you know yeah yeah but how how do they so how do you deal with if you're a woman right you're here one what are you hearing Mm -hmm. and how do you combat it i just think there's so many even subtle ways that it just is it's portrayed as a lame existence you, you know, you know, the first time I, I realized mm-hmm. that I had bought into it when we were in Greek class at Oklahoma Baptist University, mm-hmm. and it was like between me and this. Uh, well, I'm sure there were other people involved. I don't remember exactly. Let's just say that mm-hmm. for the top in mm-hmm. the class mm-hmm. and in Greek, in 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 Greek, yeah, and it was a girl. Uh huh. And I remember asking her what she was going to do afterwards. Yeah. And she was like, I'm just, I'm just going to get married and be at mm-hmm. home and have kids. And I was like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And and it was that reaction that then I, I got got back to the dorm and I was like, whoa. Like, I can't believe mm-hmm. that in my mind mm-hmm. I, had, I had thought, yeah. what you're wasting yeah. A lot of that. And it was like, no, no, no. Think about how great this is going to be for her kids. Right. Like, she had, she was smart enough. So, she was, so it was like a double kick in the pants. She was smarter than me at Greek. And she understood her, <laughs> her role. Right. Right. And, right. The, and, and life better than I did mm. in that moment. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Double jab, burn. Jab, jab. Yeah. yeah. I, and so I was at I was at Bible college thinking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there. Are, uh, what other subtle way are you, you thinking about? Some subtle ways that mm-hmm. it's out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just gonna be a housewife. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just got that feel to it. Yeah, and like, why'd you go to school? Yeah, and yeah. Why do you care about education yeah, and yeah. all that? Yeah. 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 Why are you? It's almost as if it's just a. Uh, it's as if you're quitting. Mm-hmm. And even in the clothes you wear. Like you see, you see portrayals of moms, and you see actual. I mean, I am wearing leggings and a sweatshirt right now. <laughs> My hair's in a ponytail, but but the women who go to work get to 
dress up and have nice clothes and you know they look nice for the office and um the when you're home with kids you're getting spit up on and you know doing dishes mm-hmm. and so even the when you compare the the two just the whole aesthetic of it it looks and it has it it looks a little you know mm-hmm. homely homely yeah <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost as if the two yeah. went together. Really. But, but the reason I wanted to bring it up is the more, the more I just submit to what God has called me to do. What and, God has called all of us. And to do it as unto the Lord. I think this is the key. Because I think a lot of women try to do these things and they do it for their family. I'm going to stay home for my kids. And of course, these are all beneficiaries. The husband, the, the children, um, they're for sure going to be blessed. But if you're not doing it for Jesus, for the glory of God, then if your kids don't thank you, if they don't rise up and call you blessed today, you can start to feel like, why am I doing this? This is this is too hard. I'm not getting enough praise. Uh, they don't even notice, you know, mm. all this stuff. Um, but I think when you are doing your work as unto the Lord for his glory, it changes the whole dynamic of it. And you start to see this is great work and it's important and it's fulfilling even. Mm-hmm. It's It changes it's, everything. It's a rich work. I would say yeah. one of the greatest dangers in the Christian home is thinking that what we really need is money. Because mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of women that work... Mm-hmm. Or don't work in the home uh, it, because what they think they need is a house a certain size mm-hmm. or a certain sort of income. Mm-hmm. Or, like I, I feel like con- contributing in that way. Mm-hmm. And that would be so that that, this financial aspect that I will bring, mm-hmm. is greater right. than right. what might benefits my family by me being and working hard mm-hmm. yeah. in teaching the kids mm-hmm. and making a godly home. So if we're looking at that, and, and it's the same reason I think men abdicate, abdicate their role, mm-hmm. is they think money is really what the family needs. Mm-hmm. You know, They really need to be able to take this type of vacation and have these types of things and all that. Uh, I think when we, when we think that, that that is supplying more to our family mm-hmm. than the oversight and the education mm-hmm. and the intimate, you know, sort of while you're sitting, lying down, standing, all of that mm-hmm. pointing toward the Lord. If, if we believe that one of those is a richer contribution than our fam- to our family, then we will sacrifice one for the other. Yeah. So we will sacrifice educating our kids all day, every day, if we think money is more important. Right. But if we think the kids uh, the kids thing is more important mm-hmm. because of Deuteronomy, because mm-hmm. I mean because of multiple passages in scripture, then we will sacrifice the other for the for the sake of the the education mm-hmm. because we'll say this is a greater investment for my home. Mm-hmm. So so I would say mm-hmm. that's part of the lie is that you know this supplying some sort of wealth or income to the family mm-hmm. is, in any way compares to the riches that that wife is providing mm-hmm. by being a godly woman in the home right. 
all day long. And and it's so funny because you can still make money. It, it like, 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 like today, mm-hmm. in our day and age, you can definitely make money. Yeah. Still. I mean, look at the pandemic. Right. This is... So there are a lot of people yeah. making money still at home right now. Everyone's right. still at home. Yeah, it's just funny because you, you hear this and you think, well, it has to look this certain way mm-hmm. or we're not being godly. And that's not true. Like What, what I think we've stolen from women is industry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We've stolen from women industry and told them the only industry you can have is to get out and be in the industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Go get in the factory. No, turn your home into a factory. Mm-hmm. Make your home a place where you are making things, where mm-hmm. you're doing things, where you're where you're filling up, you know, uh, your time and using your creative juices. And, yeah. and, and I mean, this is what we talk to our kids about. You know, this, this Rebecca wants to be a vet. And mm-hmm. so, look, hey, study all the vet stuff you want to. Mm-hmm. And then your home can be a vet office mm-hmm. for people. Right. Uh, you can supply, you know, met needs for when people need help right. with animal. I mean, so, and then beyond that, of course, you could make things. Mm-hmm. Be a place that makes things. Be mm-hmm. a maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so you don't you don't have to. Yeah. You know, it not it's not like money or no money. Mm-hmm. And it's, because even the Proverbs thirty one woman is is having marketplace yeah, type actions, right? And we know we know people who who have who be a real estate broker. Yeah, or work at a Christian school where your kids are there with you. Like yeah. there are definitely ways you are still fulfilling your role that may not look like. The every other yeah. person, you know, um, but so what we're what, what we've we, we've got to be careful not to chase industry mm-hmm. and to chase money, and we've got to be careful to think that if you're here, then you're not industrious, right? Because there are a lot of women who are stay at home moms that aren't fulfilling their their biblical role. Yeah, they're not. When you read Proverbs thirty one, you're going, yeah. "Well, how's the woman fulfilled that?" I mm-hmm. mean, she's so yeah. They, you can you can be home with your kids and still. Phoning it in, watching that literally on your phone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. So you could totally do it, and they'd be yeah. like, "Man, I just, I'm just not achieving that." Get yeah. off your phone, put and you'd be out. like, "Oh yeah, I, I stay home with my kids. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do." Well, only you really know that. Yeah, only you know if you are taking advantage of your time. <laughs> right. When are you, you know, are you rising early and yeah. and sleeping late, or mm-hmm. are you rising late and sleeping, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like. Are you making the most use mm-hmm. of your time or not? Mm-hmm. Now, that may not be right. Maybe that is rising late for you. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is, and working late into the night. I don't know. But you know, you and you know if you're taking advantage because you're teaching, you're teaching the, your children the importance of, I mean, they can't be at jobs, mm-hmm. right? They're in the home, but, but they can see that mom and dad, when they're there, they are workers mm-hmm. until it is time to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then we sleep. Yeah. And then we rest on the Sabbath. We rest yeah. on Sunday. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what the more I have really learned about working for the Lord. Like, he's the king. We're here in service to him with whatever tasks he's given us. That is a great occupation, no matter what it is. If you're doing it for Jesus, it is like, how can there not be joy in this? Because uh, you're making things orderly you're making them beautiful you're creating things that with like yeast which is mm-hmm. so incredible i can't get over it when you you put some yeast. i know you can't get over it <laughs> i hear about yeast every day oh you know there's a story that you know once you get a little yeast in the home 
spreads a little leaven, right? And it's spread, and I tell you, that is true. It is. Because all the time we're talking about yeast. And, like, times when you would yeast expect it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so happy you had I'm that. I'm 40. I'm happy you had that moment. I'm 40. That dad joke. I'm in my 40s. <laughs> so. Where am I? <laughs> You're in a chair. I'm safe. I'm sitting in a, kids. I'm sipping on a strawberry banana smoothie, <laughs> sitting in an overstuffed bear chair. <laughs> it's a duck. Where's my cardigan? It's a labradoodle. Where's my cardigan? <laughs> um, so, all that to say, I just, it's just amazing to me from from how I started out, where it was it was literally hard to learn to serve other people, to sweep all the time. Like I remember the tasks had like a like you're accounting. I've swept up this dust pile this many times today and I've changed this many diapers and and all these things and just the more the Lord sanctifies you, he actually uses the work to sanctify you to the point where you Uh-oh. Uh-oh. which is why I would say oh it's okay, baby Peter. He was, and then his eyes just flew open. Which is why I would say, mothers, you don't do your daughters any service by not having them serve with you in mm-hmm, the home. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes there is that, well, she's going to have to do this her whole life. Mm-hmm. So I will make it, you, you got to transition them. Mm-hmm. Or all of a sudden, they have a whole home to take care of. Yeah. With with very little, yeah, sort of to go from yeah to go from zero I do death. nothing. I might help with the dishes mm-hmm. to now I have to keep house, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yeah. that can be sometimes a shock. Yeah, and the same for dads and sons, which just that's yeah. what we're trying to teach our kids. Yes, that we work, we work. Whether that's them doing school or. Yeah, you don't want you don't want a dad, uh, you don't want a son, who the first time he has to, um, you know, lead anybody mm-hmm. or be, you know, that 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 voice of uh, of, of reason and direction mm-hmm. or to be a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to just happen where he's been lazing about <laughs> or, his whole life, or where all of a sudden he's having to do that to himself for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've never had to. I have yeah. to police my, own, police heart my own heart and this woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those sorts of things. You don't help your kids by saying, "Oh, they're kids." No, they're arrows, and you need to be sharp. Yeah, them. and that's something like if I could go back, I would. There were there were many years even where. I, it was harder to teach them. Then mm-hmm. it was easier for me to just do it myself. To just do it. And it was hard. It's hard to be a team leader, especially if you're not really gifted mm-hmm. in that capacity. I, you know, I'm not a great. Raw, raw. Yeah, I'm more like, talk. you guys all go to a different room. And, and be quiet. I'll be fine in here. And if you make noise in here, I will freak out. <laughs> yeah. And then I will go in the other room. And but, everyone will go, where did mom go? But now, like, if I could go back it's with the, the first group of kids. Because we've kind of had two two crops of kids, I kind of feel like. But um, just taking them along from the very beginning. That we clean up this mess together. And then we'll move on to the next thing. Um, and that's what, with, with Jack, 
I think he's already learned more, mm-hmm. you know, alongside me than than the others did. But because you got to do it sometimes. But it's not to it, this, and this is what I. This is one thing that parents need to learn. Mm-hmm. Sometimes is your failures in what you would do different are going to be now as you're working the kids into it are going to be the seeds that make sure when they have kids they right. do start early. Right. Right. So so you you can look and go well you know we hadn't done it this far it's just going to be too hard to start it now. <laughs> right. And it's or like, to even know, even to to, to mourn, tell them more than what you've lost. Yeah. And oh yeah. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. You don't have to think. Oh, you know, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't get it. Well, you know why you you didn't have that seed formed mm-hmm. in you at that age. Well, you know, now make sure your daughter does. Make sure your son does. Yeah. Uh, and and directly. So. Yeah, and I've noticed that the older kids, they're still learning, even as we're teaching mm-hmm. the younger kids. Um, even like at the at the table when we're talking to Jack about why it's important that he tries different food. I mean, our other kids are hearing that. Mm-hmm. that so it's all okay. It's going to yeah, be all right. It's all, right. all going to be all right, guys. <laughs> you know what you're looking at your kids going, ah, oh, oh, no. I messed up. I yeah. ruined it. Well, let's just make a new one and yeah. we'll get it right. <laughs> no, so I think all of those things, the, the mm-hmm. home is such a blessing, such a treasure. I mean, if you're if you're reading through your Bibles and seeing how many times that the Lord stresses the importance of the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to have to look hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, that it is a greater treasure. And it's, it's, it's worth the investment of mm-hmm. your life. Now, do what you need to do to meet the needs of your family. Mm-hmm. Be hard workers. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't have to contradict right being home it should not it, it must not it must it must not neglect because and this is so this is true of wives and husbands i think mm-hmm. i know it's at least true of husbands we've talked about this before men can pretend to be hard workers by working hard in the financial and the work world mm-hmm. really as a way to abdicate working at home because that is harder. Mm-hmm. It is easier. It was easier for me to go out with your dad every day and work on the pipeline mm-hmm. than it was to raise up children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's easier. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people look at it, that's hard work, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was long hours and all that. But no, no, no. It's harder. Mm-hmm. to. And so it would be easy for husbands to throw their lives into... Mm-hmm hours and hours of work and say, but I'm making us money. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I'm, I'm here for. And, and, and it's really, and I'm working hard, mm-hmm. but really in the back of your mind, you know, where I don't want to be as home because mm-hmm. that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. It's different. It's mm-hmm. something that, you know, is not just me putting one foot in front of the other or one hand, you know, one job in front of the right. other. And they can do that. We do these things. I think that's. I and mean, not just for your children, like. It's not hard just because there are children there. You're also having to lead a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is the job. It's... Yeah. There's a reason the Bible doesn't say that <laughs> whining children are a continual dripping of rain. Uh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it it is a formidable, because, but it's an important test because it's mm-hmm. a picture of the gospel. The mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. is that you're, you're, you, this place is a holy place, right? Uh, and you and your children, I mean, they are holy to the Lord. And so... There's a great responsibility, mm-hmm. and there's going to be great spiritual battle, mm-hmm. and to just go and yeah, and and I, and I think even things like extracurricular activities can be a way 
to say I'm with the family mm-hmm. and we're doing things, but really taking you out of the home. Mm-hmm. And I think all of those can be ways that we try and avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I know that's true for men, and I, I think it's yeah, also true for it women. it is true for women. Yeah, and it's so funny because back it's to the... It's not funny, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> back to the, the lies of feminism. It, when I think when the the siren call for women to go out into the workforce like it's going to be this great you're going to be liberated and where what do they end up doing end up sitting, sitting in, a, in an sitting office, in office i love it when typing people are like, for a man like <laughs> what how how did you swallow that lie that yeah. this is liberation to sit in this chair and type down what i, I tell love, you to say i just loved it in our in our political world the 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 epitome of feminine victory is that one day you too can be vice president because a white man picks you for your gender and color. Yeah. Like even you one day can become vice president. Can be a because token, you're the a token, token vice president. Yay for Yay, us. Yay, we did it, guys. Yeah. We did it. Uh yeah, but that's it's all it's all like that. Mm-hmm. It's all and it is. You don't want to be home. That's so repetitive. Yeah. Like Come out here yeah, where come work at Taco Bueno. And be fulfilled. Yeah, come to this office job where it's like, <laughs> is this really, this isn't fulfilling. Yeah. Right? You know. Yeah. So just, it's a good day to look that lie in the face and just tell it the truth. Yeah. Like, this is not It's true. the world lying to you. Yeah. And it's also time to go back to the Proverbs 31 woman and show her some respect in your heart because there's also a, for a long time, women have... We hear that chapter and we talk about the Proverbs 31 woman and it's become kind of a, it can be kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no one can, no one can do all that or, you know, that's yeah. antiquated or whatever. But no, that is, if you read it with a humble heart and, and just pray to be that woman. Yeah. Or just read Titus too. I mean, yeah. just read, I mean, all of these, if, if we'll just read. Mm-hmm. What the Bible tells us we're supposed to be, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not unclear, right? Like what eat, what men are supposed to be doing, what women are supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's not a lack of clarity. It's just that we listen to the world's voice and to our own resistance, our own. Yeah, flesh. I mean, it is a dying to self. Every one it of these is. jobs, if it's not a dying to self, you're not doing it right. Right. Yep. But yeah. once you do, you find it's like what mm-hmm. it it was true too. Yeah. This part like of the Bible my, is also so, true. So, again, <clears throat> my world, my job is way different mm-hmm. than most people's because I'm a pastor. But when we decided, mm-hmm. for multiple reasons, for me to labor here mm-hmm. during the day mm-hmm. and then labor it in the evenings and nighttime a different way, yeah. it added more laboring yes. to my life. It would have been easier. You forgot the part about before we all wake up, too. Yes. Like your first part my of first labor. laboring is... Multiple hours before anybody moves, <laughs> and then I labor in a different in a different way during the day as a homeschool uh, teacher. Yes, and then labor in the <laughs> evening in a different way as a pastor. So all of these things, more laboring for me, hundred percent more fulfilling. Yeah, more work. Yes, more yes. fulfilling, more happiness. Yeah, more joy, more more of those things, more sense of purpose mm-hmm. because. I'm doing You're more what manly. I was. It's manlier. It's manly. It is manlier. Rugged. Yeah. Handy. Now again, most men can't do that. They right. can't be like, "Hey, job." But, but I will come in at four in the but morning. They can do. I, it's the principle. The principle can can anyone certainly, can do. 
because there is, I mean, if, if, if you take advantage of your time, both in the morning and in the evening, you mm-hmm. can have a very steady job during mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. and yet put hours of work in yeah. with your kids yeah. and in the home and, and with the wife mm-hmm. who is going to be in the home when you're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things can happen. Yeah. Even encouraging your wife, hey, be at work, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to work hard and you work hard and let's mm-hmm. work hard together. Mm-hmm. And we'll come home and, and here's we'll, some coffee. And we're going to gonna get you. in bed together and then we're going to pass out. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be so tired. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. And it's, it's the same for me when I stopped trying to get away from my job by, you know, having me time and retreating to the bedroom so I could be alone and for everyone to go to sleep so I could get on my computer. Like this constant pursuit of what I used to be, really. Mm-hmm that kind of freedom and that kind of quiet and that kind of order. Um, when I stopped trying to do that, I tell you what made a big difference is when we started resting on Sunday. Like when I stopped, I stopped all of my normal kind of work mm-hmm. on Sunday. I, I haven't felt the need for, I haven't been looking for that break. So like, and, and just like what you said, in it, I have found so much more joy. Mm-hmm. In it, it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Even this, even the redundant things. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't mind sweeping up. I the think dirt. once we realize that, <laughs> the, I mean, having worked in other labor, like once you realize how redundant. It, like, there is nothing in the house that is anywhere near as redundant mm-hmm. as life in the labor field. Mm-hmm. Nothing near as redundant mm-hmm. or mindless or yeah. whatever you want to say about how boring it is. Same thing all yeah. the time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you are, if, if you think that, like, genuinely think that because you've never been in a job or whatever mm-hmm. and you it, trust me, it is only because yeah. you've never been in a job. Yeah, yeah. Because there is, there's nothing like. right. Uh, and it's purposeless. I mean, what do you want the end of your life to be? Like, I worked at this office for this many years and mm-hmm. got a got a plaque. Mm-hmm. Or look at look at what I put into these kids. And these arrows mm-hmm. are tearing through the fabric mm-hmm. of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, one of those is much more noble, mm-hmm. and and will be something when you get to to paradise that you'll be able to say, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No one's no one's gonna buff their, their yeah. Plaque. And again, I think. For a lot of people, the reason it feels so redundant is because they're not doing it for the Lord. They're not doing it as unto the Lord. So really, when they when they aren't thanked, or when they aren't praised, or when no one notices how many dirt piles they swept up, it's it's like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. But when you when you do 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 your work for Jesus. It's successful every time because you have done what he's asking. And again, when you go back to redundant work, mm-hmm. no one is praising you for the thirty memos no, that you wrote. Exactly. You know what happens? But this you is you get what... fired if you don't write the thirty first. <laughs> this right? is at what home, women know. At home, you miss that dirt pile. Yeah. No one is firing you. Right. Right. And probably your husband doesn't even notice. Doesn't even notice. Yeah. He's there fine is with a dirt, dirt pile. pile. In fact, he took that cookie and went, sweet, a dirt pile. <laughs> and threw a little bit of his cookie down in there. So, you know, so. Yeah. This is if you if you talk to many women, especially. I do not talk to many out, women. That was a test. Yeah. You, you passed. They, they, 
these are the kinds of like, it's just the struggle. They're struggling. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, I would say this is something you need to constantly remind yourself of. Mm-hmm. Because the world is mm-hmm. chirping these things. Chirp, chirp, yeah, chirp, yeah. Chirp. And if you don't remind yourself, two things can happen. One, you can quit being the at-home mm-hmm. uh, or hard homeworking woman that you're supposed to be. Uh, or uh, so you, you quit that. Or two, you are the woman who is at home but is not hardworking, mm-hmm. like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So to either of those things can happen. You can either quit being at home or you can be at home and quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the same is true for men. Uh, but yeah. but I think for women that's a that's a danger mm-hmm. that, that you've got to be yeah. on the lookout for. And I would also encourage women to just you can make it as boring as you want to. Like yeah. if you if you're you know you have to make dinner and you're just grabbing <sighs> and grabbing a frozen meal. Like if you're not, oh, yeah. you can make it as interesting as you want to make it. Yeah, you like challenge yourself. Get get new cookbooks. Watch YouTube tutorials. I don't know. Um, just God gave you this amazing brain. Mm-hmm. He gave you good work to do, and you can make it as awesome or as yeah. kind of like pathetic as you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> so it's everyone's you, now putting their frozen dinner no. back in the freezer. <laughs> I meant more of the attitude behind it. Yeah. You know, just just with gusto, be like, boom. Yeah, who wants? Chicken, you know, whatever. <laughs> deep, 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 deep. Set in the microwave oven. Yeah, you know? yeah. But doing it with gusto. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's a, that's a good little discussion on feminism. And masculinism. Right. Maleism. Yeah, and I think the main thing, um, we don't ever, it's so easy to, to focus on the, the details about, well, this person, this is how this couple does it. Mm-hmm. So we have to do that or we're not being godly. Mm-hmm. But like we said earlier, it's the principle. Yeah, you just have to read the scripture and say, yeah. this is what scripture is calling me to do. How am I doing mm-hmm. this? And you may not and if, have and if, kids. If the current way that I'm doing it mm-hmm. is if, if how I'm choosing to work or labor is not fulfilling these, I need to change it. Mm-hmm. If I'm at home and it's not working it, then mm-hmm. I still need to change it. If I'm not at home and I'm not fulfilling these things, then it needs to change. Yeah. But just, but you'll only do that if you're in the word. I mean, you and and if if the word is to you, what you're going to live by, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're going to say this is what will determine how I live, yeah. uh, then you one you got to know what it says, mm-hmm. and then you got to do it. Yeah, simple enough. That's good. All right. What else did you want to talk about? Well, um, we were going to just kind of touch on. Oh, how much time? Do we have time to touch on anything? Well, we could stop and then save it for the next. Okay. Yeah, because I think it could be multiple It'll go well with some other things we're cooking up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Surprise jello salad for the day. Okay. And since it was my birthday, Uh I get to choose it. Okay. Okay. Happy for me. What is your favorite birthday gift that you've ever gotten? Oh, my goodness. That's why it's a surprise. Mm. Ever in my whole life. I had a... No, in the last three years. Yeah, ever in your whole life. Yes, yes. Well. hmm. Can I give like more than one? 
I always have trouble. Yeah, sure. Pick a couple of things. I don't care. Well, one year you gave me a typewriter that made me cry. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember we used to type in bed and just cry cry and laugh. laugh. Yeah. I think we were (laughs) typing up chapters for a new James Harriet novel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that typewriter. It smelled like an old typewriter. It still does. It's still in the box. It, it has come out. Now, one, the typewriter, typewriters come in a box. So I don't want you to think that she hasn't taken right, it no, it's in out of the old, box. It's, yeah, yeah. Like trunk thing. Yeah, so, and it does. It smells like a and typewriter. And it doesn't, it, some of the keys stick. You I know, did my best. No. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it was the worst gift I ever got. No. Um, you know when you're like young and. You and you think. picture that you'll be like, yes, I'm going to write a book on the typewriter. And then you realize why people went from typewriters to word processors and from word processors to computers. And then why they just abandoned their writing dreams. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I've done. And why now they vlog. You know, who wants to write? Let's vlog. It's hard work. Yeah. You which, know, I by remember... the way, how did people write books with a pen? No, no, it's like, I was just about, you remember... That so we type all the time. Yeah. And re- remember my big hand cramping moment. Oh, no. Sure. So, the PhD entrance exams. Uh huh. Three hours. <laughs> and this is back in like the early two thousands. Can you imagine today? What do you mean? At least back then you were still writing sometimes. I was not. No, that was my point. I was you not writing. All? all in class. It was all Oh, typed. you probably didn't keep a diary. Like no, that. I had. It was all type notes yeah. in class. There was, there was no scribbling. I was still writing so for in years, 2004. For years. I had not written considerably at all. Like, yeah. it was like, I want to write someone a letter. Yeah. And I'd have to, like, yeah, watch YouTube videos even, on how to form an H with my even hand. Emailed, we emailed each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... So the no by this point we were we were almost married or married, uh-huh. uh, but I remember sitting down. So three hours we have to write mm-hmm. on whatever subject. Like you had no idea what it was going to be. Could be anything in systematic theology. Any question they could pull out from all your years. Mm-hmm. Pencil ready. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here's the question. Fifteen minutes later, my hand was cramping up. Oh my goodness! Fifteen minutes into it, because yeah. I had not written. Uh-huh. In forever. And I'm just sitting now, instead of thinking about the answer to the question, I'm thinking, why are we writing? <laughs> why? So I'm looking at the proctor going, that is why true. are we doing this? That is kind of funny. Does not make any sense? It doesn't. Make, I mean, we're, we're, so we're, we are seminary students. Like right. if at this point you don't know if we're just liars. Right. Who would totally fake yeah. and like, if you don't recognize that mm-hmm. at this point, something's up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, fin- I managed to finish. Man, I <laughs> trudged through. I, I did the old, took the left hand and helped support the right hand a few times. Oh, my goodness. Shaking the hand out, doing uh. anything I could. You can shake it and it feels better. And the instant you grab that pencil yeah, again, cramp. It does. Again. Oh, it was, it was a nightmare. I thought, I can't imagine. if I don't get into the PhD program because I wasn't ready to write. Like, of all the things that I prepared for, <laughs> there was no practice writing for three hours. Yeah. Never did that. Spoiler alert. He passed. Hey. (laughs) Spoiler alert after that. It didn't matter. Came to beg to be a pastor. (laughs) Woohoo. So anyway. So yeah, that was, I know the writing. Yeah. So you love the typewriter. I love the typewriter. Um, Let me uh, see if I can think of one of my favorite 
birthday gifts. Well, mine wasn't so much a gift that I got mm -hmm. as it was my birthday party. Mm -hmm. It was uh, mm -hmm. it was at an arcade. Mm -hmm. They had my birthday at an arcade. Mm -hmm. So your mom and dad, my mom and dad, set up. We rented out a whole arcade. Yeah. Wow. And we got to have the run of the place with oh, that's fun. Buckets of token. I mean, it was like we hey, there was more more tokens than a than a Joe Biden cabinet. Ho. Oh, <laughs> uh, then I mean, it was just oh, like big buckets of and so we were just. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. This is back when video games weren't, you know, two three dollars a pop, like twenty five uh -huh. cents you could play video game. You know, the best video game. That's fun. It was a ton of fun. Do you remember arcades and? Did I do because I loved it. I loved it so that? much that the next year we were going to do it again. Mm -hmm. Giant ice storm. Oh. Yeah, we didn't get to do it. So no party. Nope. And, and never again, probably. Nope, never again after that. Went one time. It was awesome. Going to do so, it again. But what's your favorite gift you ever got? Well, we're back to you. Oh. So that was, that. I think that was, I'm sure I got a gift that year. But I remember that you one. You remember it. I remember the arcade. See? I can picture it in Heritage <clears throat> Park Mall where it was. My problem right now. I can picture its place right in the mall. And trust me, you would not want to go to Heritage Park Mall right now. I don't even know if it's still open. I don't think it's, it's, man, I was a shady mall a long time Even ago. back then. Oof. I, um, my problem here is I, I like to give more than I like to receive, so. You know, she says that. <laughs> when she gives the gift, she's basically giving it to you based on what she would like to receive for herself. <laughs> so, so she does no. like to give, but only because she's like, what would be really cool if someone got me for If me? I spend this much, maybe he'll spend that much. Yeah. Um, when I was a... What is the male version of what I always wanted for myself? My, my last, my last birthday in college, like I graduated, okay, I turned however old I was, I don't remember, on the 15th, and then I graduated a few days later, and then it was the 20th, that was really my favorite gift. You took me out for my birthday, and... We went to look at Christmas lights, and then we came back to my parents' house, and you were like, go get warm clothes on. We're going to go on the mule down to the... I have a surprise for you. So you drove me down in the, the gator or the mule, and there was a fire in the fire pit out in the woods. It was the sweetest thing. We had hot chocolate, and you gave me presents. And I'd Wesley, already, it always has to end with an S. I'd already had so many great presents, like mm -hmm. really beautiful. Like my mom got me beautiful Christmas dishes and I just remember all of it so well. And then I was just so happy. I think I cried at, at that. And then you're like, I have one more present for you. Close your eyes. And I did. And when I opened them, you were on your knees with a ring. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course I do. <laughs> Because I was like, man, if this doesn't go well. Yeah. Or did you have a ring or did you have shoes? It was the ring. It was the it? shoes. I don't think. Was it the shoes? I don't remember. I don't he got me engagement shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was definitely my best birthday gift. And so then, in retrospect, I realized my mom got me those beautiful vintage plates. And then she bought me canisters. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was basically stocking my... 
my future home that year and you guys got me a, a throw blanket that I still have, a woolen mm. plaid throw blanket. So that was a good present. Good birthday. <laughs> Best birthday ever. Yay! <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think. Like, I have the worst memory about when did I get that? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think of birthdays in general. Yeah. I don't even know what I got this year for my birthday. And that was like You're wearing two it. weeks ago. My sweatpants is my favorite gift ever. <laughs> You got shoes and... Did I get shoes for my birthday? Your your chicken mucking shoes. I did. I was like, <laughs> how did I get you? I don't remember these shoes. Yeah. I got a coffee grinder. Yeah. Which I... So, she... if you think about my progress in the coffee world... Do you want to tell that whole story? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I told Joseph that whole story the other day. So... For Christmas. So, for friends. Christmas, friends got us... Some coffee, Revival Coffees mm-hmm. from in Selma, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Go get you some because mm-hmm. it's good, mm-hmm. but also because every time you buy coffee, they use the money to support the unborn. So to, in the fight against uh, abortion. So it's a good, good place to, like, don't buy Starbucks, right? Who's going to use your money to kill the unborn. Like, buy from this company, like, even if their coffee wasn't as good, your soul will not be as dark as the brew. Um, uh, so you're what? making my tummy hurt. I'm sorry. She loves Starbucks. I, well, I had it today. <gasps> what? <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways, they got us burn. this great coffee. They got us this great coffee. And whole beans. Uh, what? Whole beans. Whole beans. Yeah, whole yeah. bean coffee. That's the important. Yeah. Part. So and so Joseph brings it, and they're like, and I don't have a. Yeah, we don't have a coffee grinder. I don't have grinder. a coffee grinder. So, we, my mom does. Actually, he texted everyone. I tried to find anybody, anybody? that I knew, and in, including people who didn't drink coffee, yeah. but who I knew had things. He's like, do you like, have a coffee grinder? If Brian Barnes doesn't have a coffee grinder, no one has a <laughs> coffee like, grinder. UPS man? Because he will have, have it coffee? in his garage because he saw it on sale at <laughs> Sam's one time. Yeah. Thought, That's a great deal. I put it in my garage. Yeah. Uh, for such a time as this. Anyway, finally we take her mom has one. Yeah. So we get this great idea. Let's go out there and we'll grind yeah. it out there and have it with her. We totally forget yeah, to grind it that, by the days and yeah. It was just it was so we come back home all that. Well, I order a grinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, I I called. I was like, what should I get? Weeks have gone by now. Weeks and but I would not get mm-hmm. any. Uh, I would not, I wanted this coffee. Mm-hmm. And so the grinder, my grinder comes in. And. So you think. Yeah, I was about to say. It comes in, via, my app tells me it's in. Right. You get here, the package is not here. Right. Package has not been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. This is the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of got it for myself for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I put in a complaint to Amazon right. that it's not here. Like yeah. they say it's they say it's delivered and it's not. Mm-hmm. Leslie says, "Well, Mom took a package mm-hmm. off the porch. She took one home." Maybe, and I was like, "Why would she take a package with my name on it? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense." And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know." So then my birthday comes around. What did I get for my birthday? A, a coffee, coffee grinder. grinder. So meanwhile, backtracking, I had ordered him a coffee grinder, and then. Like, I'd agonized over finding the right one. I finally decided on one, and it was 
it was on its way and he walked in and said guess what i just ordered a coffee grinder <laughs> and i was like uh. yeah yeah <laughs> and so i was just waiting for his box to get here and i was here when it came so in I, a box that said <laughs> coffee grinder no right no yours the yours, one yours i put in my mom's car i really did no i mean the one you ordered. so the one i ordered yeah he goes to the church one day and i hear a, an alert that we have a we've had a delivery and I go out, and the one I ordered... From our home family robot, because we're the Jetsons. <laughs> the one I'd ordered was sitting on the porch, in the box, like, coffee grinder! Yeah. <laughs> he had literally missed it by a minute and a half. That's funny. So, I put that one in the laundry hamper, and covered it with dirty clothes. And then, my mom took yours home. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, he's like... Where's my coffee Where's grinder? Where's my coffee grinder? I was like so thrown off. <laughs> and his birthday was the next day. I was like, we and only have one more day to, mm-hmm. to, to lie about this thing. So, so then I open it on my birthday. Yay! Coffee grinder. So Let's exciting. make coffee. Guess what we can't find? <laughs> the coffee beans. <laughs> anyway, and you don't know this about me, or you may. I get obsessive compulsive Mm. about finding things Mm. or a task that I am doing so much. I cannot take my mind off Mm -hmm. of it or I choose not to. Mm -hmm. I I choose not to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to finish it. I want to get it done. I want to whatever searched every. And when I say everywhere, you're thinking a lot of where's. Yeah. But what I'm really mean is every, Where, like places that Leslie would go, why are you even searching there? Like opening books. Like there's no, there's no way (laughs) that it would be there. And I was like, is it, we have gone through all the reasonable places for it. It's going to be in an unreasonable place. Under the toilet seat. So I have to search all the unreasonable places. Yeah. And I did. And then I searched the reasonable places again. Yeah. And couldn't find it. How long was it? Maybe a good week. Yeah, we looked everywhere. We looked in the van. And I was not going to buy, like, <laughs> there was like, let us just get you some coffee from the store, and we'll grind that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I am, I my first ground coffee will be Joseph's coffee. That's also <laughs> the type of friend that I am. So that obsessiveness also goes into, you loyalty. give me a gift, there's a loyalty involved, right. and I will search high and low. I had almost given up. Mm-hmm. I think we might have almost sent the coffee mm-hmm. grinder back. Yeah. So No, I wasn't sending the coffee. I, I, I was thinking about it. Oh, really? You're thinking yeah. about sending my gift back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, hey, it's gone. What? Yeah. Yeah. My mom Happy took it again. My, yeah, it must have been my mom. <laughs> so lo and behold, Miss Nancy calls. Yeah. Guess what I found? She had found it at her house in a sack underneath like a bunch of coloring books, coloring books and maps. <laughs> right. That was me. Yeah. I did it. What did she make fun of me for looking in? Books. <laughs> what what under was it maps. under? What was it under? Why are you looking under Why the are you maps? looking in a bag of mats, stupid? <laughs> no one's gotta put the coffee in a bag of mats. <laughs> Dobby. <laughs> Why don't you be reasonable? <laughs> Look at the normal places. <laughs> Not a bag of bats. Where was it? Is it a bag of bats? Who put it there? I did. Exactly. 
Why do I look in unreasonable places? Because you are an unreasonable person. Because uh, I know when we clean funny. up the house, there is no telling what bag, whatever I'm looking for, will be in. Bags. Be no rhyme or reason about why these things are together in this Brahm sack inside a plastic tub. Oh, but your thing will be at the bottom of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was just glad. I, I had a fear that I had just thrown it away. Because, you know, I get in these cleaning frenzies and... But then, Maybe I accidentally So then it. we went out to her parents and we ground the coffee. Yes, we did it. Which grinding coffee is kind of anticlimactic. Is it? It's really loud. But then it well, just kind of goes. It was super. <laughs> just barely. Like it just barely comes Adjusting. out. I expect it to be like a wood chipper. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Just like blinging it. But it makes that noise. Uh-huh. It's not blinging it out. It's yeah. just like. This Making fine, fine powder. Fine, kind of. Yeah. And so then you make coffee. But the, it was real funny because he plugged it in. <laughs> yeah, it. then I plugged it in. It gathered, gathered the children. <laughs> Everyone, come here. And I plugged it in. <laughs> hit how many cups I wanted. Hit start. Nothing. Nothing. Like, totally dead. Nothing. <laughs> Tried a different plug. Nothing. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know is that Jack had screwed on it mm-hmm. and had partially unscrewed it, tripping some sort of safety yeah. switch. So Jack, it so I felt the fails. I felt the top and went oh, so I tightened it and then <laughs> we had coffee. I was very happy and I've almost finished it. <sighs> yeah. It is my daily coffee now. Yeah. So that was a good present. Yeah, it was a good long story for yeah. you to enjoy. It was. Drawn out, and then what was funny is I couldn't tell Joseph. I ne- I didn't tell him until I found the coffee because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, dude, I don't know where I put your gift. You didn't want to be like, could you maybe give me another bag of that? Yeah, I mean, I was birthday. at the point where I did ask, like, what's the name of this company again? Yeah. Because I didn't have the be- there were there are a few revival coffees I think uh-huh. out there. Uh-huh. I think theirs is revivalcoffees.com. I'm not not entirely sure, but it, it's out of Selma, Alabama, mm-hmm. so you can find it. Alabama. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, anyway, I, I finally found it. And so, next last time I saw him the other day, I was like, did I ever tell you about that coffee? <laughs> but he said, did you like it? I said, I still have people smell it. Uh-huh. It smells good. Yeah. But anyway, so that was my gift. Yeah. My favorite gift is the only one I can remember, which is the last one that I got. <laughs> that you used Because today. my crazy computer brain doesn't remember <laughs> normal people. Thanks. Uh like uh, all the tests I need to do. All right. Well, we are so glad to be back with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and put this little guy to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get on here more often and, and give you some updates. Um, you know, pray for Oklahoma's Abolition Day, February 9th at 9.30. We'll be gathering together at the state capitol. Hopefully, we'll have this out before that. You can come and join us if you live in the state of Oklahoma. Come and join us or if you're not sure what abolishing abortion is and how that's different from pro-life uh, you know give me a call we can talk about it I have pastors call me I had pastors call me last week hey help me understand like, what I'm feeling and why all of a sudden being pro-life doesn't feel like it's enough and so uh, come and join us at the state capitol 930 uh, February 9th or you come February 8th and actually have a conference kind of explaining some of this stuff so anyway uh, just uh, love to see you guys there until then We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye, everyone.